How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Okay, before we get started, have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now? Starting your own podcast? Has anyone ever told you that it's complicated and you need a sound engineer, a studio, and all this major equipment to do so? Well, you don't need that. All you need is the Anchor app. It's free. They will pair you with sponsors that they find for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And let's start the show. I hope you guys had a great summer. Um, I know I did. It was uh, full of a lot of um, interesting things and uh, yeah, plenty of stories to tell, but I really hope you had a great summer. But it is fall. It's time to get back to business. And first thing up is The fact that we have 417 days left until we vote in America, in this these United States that I live in currently, until we vote for a new president. And of course, in true, you know, true election fashion, the campaigns and the... Um, the candidates they've already they've been going for a while now i think possibly over a year um but there's a lot of them and it's a lot like i myself i have a struggle with just trying to keep up with everything that's going with it uh and i just like to call the democratic candidates the peanut gallery Because it seems like there's like a hundred of them. Although there's not. And for a while, I simply just resolved to remove myself from it and wait to who basically makes it out of the tournament that they're in right now, pretty much. But it's hard to avoid what's going on. If you are a person who uses the internet, a person who goes to the grocery store, a person who works with other people. It's hard to avoid the headlines and what's actually going on um, unless you're doing so literally intentionally. When I say intentionally, I mean like just turning a blind eye to anything to do with the presidential presidential race of 2020. 
but I'm not that person. I spend time on Twitter. Um, I spend time on Instagram. I don't go to Facebook because of the foolishness. I read medium. Um, I like to know shit. I really do. So to avoid feeling guilt and feeling like a bad American and not feeling, you know, woke enough, I came up with some easy solutions on how to get aware of what's going on with the presidential candidates and um, knowing what their platforms are without feeling stressed, without feeling pressure, because the buffoon that we have in the White House, it was really hard for me not to call him a name, but the man that is in the White House right now and occupies the office of uh, presidency is not ideal. He's not ideal for most Americans. He's not ideal for the popular vote in America. So we have to be proactive about it. It does not mean that it is the end-all, be-all. Thankfully, we live in a democratic society where there are systems of checks and balances, although it appears as if those checks and balances just are not, they're not working right now. Um, I still have a little hope in the system that was created. A little hope. But I feel that I owe it to myself, to my fellow country people, to my future children if they are American citizens and then most importantly to my ancestors to know a little bit or a lot of it or just know generally what's going on in the presidential presidential race right now. So what I've done is come up with some ways to get some information about the election. And also not to be bogged down by headlines and so many dang on opinions on the internet. Especially the ones of influencers whose mouths are bigger than other ones, than others. Me, myself, I listen to podcasts. I listen to podcasts. I listen to Pod Save America. I listen to Today Explained. Um, I listen to Back Talk, Bitch Media. But I try to get as many voices as I can. And I think that's the thing because before I can form an opinion about something, I need to know the information, you know? I need to know information from both sides, from all the sides, not just both because it's not just. Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. There's gray areas as well. I need to know everything. So I just listen and I look for information from outlets of re um, of respectable institutions or sources or people who at least will say, hey, this is my opinion. If someone writes an article or a blog post even, it doesn't mean that they're like a journalist and that they have done the actual work. If you're reading um, or if you're reading or listening to a piece of news media, 
and they aren't talking about sources, nine times out of 10, it's opinion, right? Nine times out of 10, it's opinion because it just says that they're, they're not talking about where they got their information from, how they came to these conclusions. So when you're dealing with the opinions, your opinion can be swayed as well. And that's a very dangerous place to live in because that's kind of how we got here today. It's kind of how we got here today um, with a lot of the ads, unfortunately, that were on Facebook and uh, almost everywhere else. Um, no one really was checking for sources. A lot of the information was that was out there was inflammatory and it gaslit a lot of a lot of fears in Americans. So I really just have to urge you gotta have like a like a go to it with like okay, what are they trying to say? And not only what are they trying to say, what is the next what's the next person saying? And then what's the other person saying? Because you, for you to really know and have your own thought, you gotta have information. You gotta have information. That's the beauty of the freedom of the press and the fact that we live in the information age. It seems like a lot, like, and don't think that whomever is elected is going to fix everything in this country because they are not. We knew that, we should have known that with, um, with Bush, we should have known that with Clinton, we should have known that with Obama, we should have known that with all the presidents. I think that Americans tend to see our presidents as these great hopes that can fix our country, that can fix everything. But the truth is, is that that's not the case. That's why it's called our country. That is exactly why it is called our country, because they may be the leader of the nation, but we are the ones who do the work to change our country. The microcosm is the macrocosm. That means that each small piece creates the whole. And I know that might sound a little bit of hippy-dippy. It might sound a little hippy-dippy. But for every head of hair, there is an individual strand. There's so many individual strands that create that entire head of hair. I know that it was a very, that was a very strange analogy. It was very strange. I get it. But that's how I make sense of, that's how I make sense of it. And I'm just offering you how I make sense of it. Also, another way I look at how I'm choosing which candidate is for me is I think about the individual issues that are most important to me what's most important to me as a person that I would like to see change for for someone it may, it may be student loan student loan reform for someone else it might be health care reform for someone else it might be immigration for someone else it could be it could be suffocating the rights to vote that has been going on um in the past well it's been going on forever but um it seems like they're they're getting away with it as of late. For me, I the way I look at it, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think that putting the concerns of the most marginalized group in America first will get 
a candidate that makes sense to me. And if you don't know what, mar- be, what it means to be marginalized, marginalized means that you, how far away are you from the dominant culture? Like how far away are you from the majority? AKA the ruling class. So in our country, the ruling class is white, rich men. How far away are you from that? So if you're a Hispanic woman, you're pretty damn far. If you are an Asian man, you're far, but you're a man, so you're a little closer. If you are a queer person of color, you're pretty, way pretty far. That's what I'm saying. Like, put the concerns of the most marginalized groups first, and it will create a better nation. That's how I look at things, and that's how I... um, how I choose my candidate. But we're not here for that. I'm just going to go through a list of the candidates so that you guys will know who these people are. Um, I've only been able to find, honestly, one comprehensive list of who these people, who the candidates are. That's all I've been able to find. Um, and that's actually with New York Times. Now, New York Times, sometimes they can they can be a little bit conservative and um, um, ass-kissing to the Republican Party, but that's honestly because of who pays for the New York Times. But I do think that they have gotten a little better, um, and they, they do report pretty fairly. So let's just... Let's just go through this thing, okay? I'm going to go in alphabetical order, okay? So, of course, we know the top the front runners are Biden, Sanders, and Warren. But um, let's just go through this list, okay? We have Michael Bennett. He's a senator from Colorado, okay? Um, he is about modernizing the economy um, in the fields of artificial intelligence um, and increasing infrastructure spending. Um, that's Michael Bennett. And these are all Democrats. Senator Biden, okay? Joe Biden, of course, you guys know he was the vice president too. Our main man, Barack Obama, we miss you. Um, and his signature issues are restoring America's standing on the global stage and strengthening um, economic protections for low-income workers, such as fast food people, fast people who work in fast food and who work in um, industries as far as manu- like manufacturing or um, car people who build cars. Then you have Mr. Cory Booker from G- uh, New Jersey. He is... Um, He's a great orator, um, and he's one of the leaders on criminal justice reform, which is really great. Do I um, honestly do I think that he has a a um, a chance? Not not really. I don't. Um, he just seems like uh, he's a pay. He's a um, a candidate for pay. That's that's what I think. Then you have Steve Bullock. I did not 
I don't even know who this guy is, but he's a governor, um, the governor of Montana, uh, and he was an attorney general. Um, he's a, in, he is in favor of the assault rifle ban and, um, he's about, uh, reforming the financial system in the United States. Then you have Mr. Pete Buttigieg. Of course, um, he is popular because he is an openly gay married man and he's running for president. Um, he is focused on economic opportunity and climate change. Those are, those are the things that he runs on, um, very he's a very cool guy julian castro he is a oh i forgot to say mr pete Buttigieg. he's the mayor of south bend indiana and he's a military veteran julian castro or julian castro i don't i hope i did not say that right apologize i apologize if i offended anyone with my terrible mispronunciation i do speak spanish and i should be a little bit better um but he is the former house secretary and former mayor of san antonio texas um he is calling for overhauling the entire immigration system which i am completely for i think that the entire immigration system needs to be redone like erase that shit fix it um and he wants to um, decriminalize border crossings. And then the next person we have is former congressman from Maryland, Mr. John Delaney. Okay. Um, his signature issues, and I, this guy, I'm not sure, you know, he's a former congressman and a former businessman, but what is he doing right now? Um, well, he's running for president. He's a pragmatist. Um, he tells himself as someone who can work through, you know, work both with the Republican and Democratic Party successfully. Um, but he has, um, but he does like endorse universal health care. Then you have Tulsi Gibbard. She's a congresswoman from Hawaii. Um, and she has had some controversy controversy about anti-gay statements um, in the media, but she has apologized for it. That does not make it okay. Um, she opposes American intervention overseas, especially in countries like Syria. Sy I said Syria, didn't I? I said Syria. I meant to say Syria. Then you have Miss Kamala Harris. Um, Kamala Harris is a pragmatist. Um, she is for tax cut legislation for the middle class and a champion of liberal civil rights agenda in the sen in the Senate. Now, Ms. Kamala has had issues because she did support the crime bill that has um, broken up the mostly black and the brown communities in America. She did vote for that. She supported that. And she has prosecuted and put away a lot of people who did not deserve harsh, um, harsh sentences in prison. Um, so Kamala, she's very controversial, controversial, but in my opinion, she is a pragmatist because she candidate she you know she campaigns as someone who can work across the aisle um then you have amy klobuchar she's the senator from minnesota she, i don't know much about this lady but apparently she has championed le legislation to combat the opioid crisis in america 
and um, she wants to fight big pharma, big pharmacy, which is the basically the price, the reason why prescription drugs are so expensive. All right, next person is Wayne Messam. He is the mayor of Miramar, Florida. Um, he this is he's a brother, uh, and his signature issue is um, he's proposed to cancel more than uh 1.5 trillion in student debt by 44 million Americans. He wants to cancel student loan debt. But that I just want that to sink sink in. That pause was intentional. Beto or work. This guy is a former congressman from Texas. He actually ran against Ted Cruz last year. He did not win, but he damn near turned the state purple, which was amazing for me to see. I did vote for him. Um, He is focused on immigration reform, marijuana um, legalization, and um, bringing, making more hospitals accessible. Uh, So yeah, he's young and uh, very likable, but you know, that's Beta O'Rourke. Next person is Congressman from Ohio, Mr. Tim Ryan. He wants to renegotiate trade deals with China, with China um, and work on unions' rights, and he's for the working class. A lot of these people are for the working class. Next up, and he is the eldest, Mr. Bernie Sanders. Um, Bernie Sanders is the senator from Vermont, as you guys should know. This is his, I want to say, possibly second go-around at um, running for president. It might be his third. I think just just the second one. Um, he's all about Medicare for all. Um, he wants free college tuition. And he wants to tax um, billionaires. He wants to tax them, which I have no problem with. Reaganomics do not work. Trickle down does not work. So um, get the money back into the country. It's not to say that taxing them will will make our our government honest, but it is a start. Um, Joe Sestak. I did not know who this guy was. He is the a former congressman from Pennsylvania, um, and he was a Navy admiral. Uh, he wants to combat cl- climate change and bringing America back to it to becoming um, the the empire that it once was and still is. Tom Steyer, um, he's a hedge fund billionaire and climate change activist. So of course his um his he's running on renewable energy, impeaching um he wants to impeach Donald Trump, although you know, if he wins there won't be any need for that. Um he want, and he definitely wants to flight to not flight but fight climate change. Miss Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, she is definitely a a favorite. Miss um, Warren is for income inequ- um, income inequality and fixing the the wage gap. Um, 
she wants to attack big corporations and political corruptions. Um, she is Miss Warren is a crowd pleaser. I I hope I meet her um, on her trail someday. That'll be fantastic. She has been doing these this thing where she goes around and she takes selfies with everyone at her rallies. And I believe one time it took four hours for her to take selfies with everyone. Isn't that that's it's amazing. Um, Miss, then you have Miss Marianne Williamson. She's a self-help author and a lecturer. Um, her, she wants to give reparations of $100 billion to um, African Americans and descendants of slaves in America. And, those, and she wants to... That's, yeah, that's pretty much it for her. Um... And then you have Mr. Andrew Yang. Um, he is a tech exec and he um, has funded economic nonprofits. His signature issues is getting hands, getting money back into the hands of Americans. So he wants to start a universal basic income of an extra thousand a month for every adult American in the United States. It doesn't say for how long he wants to do that, but he wants to do that so that, you know, you have a leg up in the economy so you can get a little bit ahead and um, have a fighting chance in, in this fighting chance in this country. Next person, Mark Sanford, former congressman. He's from uh, South Carolina. Um, he is about fixing America's national debt. Every president is about fixing the national debt. Guess what? They've been trying to do that since the 1700s. It's how our system was built. I don't think that's going to be fixed. That's that's just how I feel, you know. And actually, Mark Sanford, he is a Republican. There are other people trying to run for president up up against um this this guy, Mr. Trump, uh, which is. Mark Sanford, Joe Walsh, um, William Weld, and that's pretty much it. Um, those are those are your candidates. I'm actually going to put the link to this this um, this list on the New York from the New York Times list in the show notes. So just click that if you don't know who's who, because it can get very confusing. Just read it and don't get overwhelmed when you're reading these things. It's just information so that you can make an informed decision. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Tea for the Queen podcast. I hope you guys have a lovely, productive, blessed and beautiful day, weekend and all that jazz. Um, Welcome almost to the last quarter of the year. Take care. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.